Hello, and thank you for listening to this Fun Board Council podcast. This is a 15 minute excerpt of our longer podcasts, and the full podcasts are available exclusively to Fun Board Council members via their member portal. If you like what you hear and you'd like to find out more about membership, please do contact us via our website at funboards.org. In the meantime, happy listening. Enormous amount of drilling. Enormous amount of? Enormous amount of drilling going on at my place this morning. Um, the the um, air conditioning engineers drilling through walls. There was the electrician drilling through walls and stairs so <laughs> we could lay power supplies. And my electricity was going to be switched off this afternoon anyway so that they could do that. So I definitely had to evacuate. My wife's evacuated to Brent Cross, which she's delighted by. So, you know, she's she's uh, a <laughs> luck in a Starbucks at the moment, I believe, swaddling from one shop to the next. Wait, this is being recorded. Bother. <laughs> Suzanne, this, this but Suzanne said she my... can edit it all out. So. Yeah, this needs to get back to my missus. I will be in the door. <laughs> <laughs> right, I haven't really had the chance to look through the notes, but I think oh, it's, it's going to be it's, okay. It's just what we discussed. Nothing, nothing, nothing for you to do. It was more, this is more for me. It's literally, I took, I took a look through your notes, Claire, and, and it's a bunch of questions which I'm going to ask. So the first okay. one's going to be, Going back to the 2021 Dear AFM Chair, you know, what did you think were some of the key messages? Mm. And obviously that was that's sort of your first your yeah. first point. And then I'm gonna just say, you know, do you think this was new or were, were lots of asset managers doing it? Um, and then I'm gonna say the fact that, oh, it didn't really mention fun boards, did it? And then I'm gonna fast forward to the next thing which which you had in your notes, which is well, the most recent Dear CEO letter has a major focus on governance bodies. Um, and you know, that that seems to be direction of travel. Uh, and then I'm going to say, well, you know, given you had the FCA knock on your door last month, mm-hmm. what was your view of the experience? What did they focus on? And then maybe just nip into each of the areas and sort of, you know, say a little bit about each of them. Um, and then after that, go into fun board focus and just say, you know, what what do you think about whether you need experts or generalists, but on stewardship, mm-hmm. role of second line, third line. Mm-hmm. Um, I think... That'll, that'll be ample. And I'm going to invite people to chip in as we go along. So I, I I suspect we won't have lots of quiet, but if we do, you and I can have a good chin whack. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Sounds good. And sorry, how many people? We hope I hope we get at least half a dozen. We may get as many as eight or ten, but I'm I'm expecting about a half dozen. Oh, there's going to be a bunch of the FBC crew as well. So Okay. So maybe Suzanne will probably end up a dozen all in all, but so it's going to be Small but perfectly formed, I, I suspect. And is, you've done these round roundtable formats before. We, we, not, we normally do roundtable, but we haven't done okay. such a small one before. Right. Um, and the idea here was this. So this was this was by invitation rather than sort of advertised. Opening up, yeah. So we want to we want to see how it goes. See what people think. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good stuff. It's easy enough. Easy enough to knock together. Suzanne's brilliant at the old. Um, CRM. We've got this clever CRM system, which makes it almost look like it's sent from me. Um, I still think yeah. a personal touch when you get the sort of you know tatty email with all the autocorrect. That's how you know it's real. We should put some spelling mistakes in the ones which go from the CRM, and then we'll look more. Deliberate <laughs> 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 spelling mistakes so people know that exactly. you're actually there. Right, we just got one minute to go, and then I'll let people everybody else in at the same time so at the moment we have uh samantha Derek mcgowan gary cotton and ben hunt ready to come in 
Fantastic. And then as if other people join a little bit later, I'll just add them as they as they arrive. Hopefully we'll get some good questions from Gary then. Quite right. <laughs> you, you should ask him some hard questions. <laughs> well, he'll know more about the FCA visit than I will, because I think he was more closely involved. Okay, I am gonna let everybody in if that's all right. Absolutely. Lovely. Good afternoon. Welcome, everybody. We'll just give everyone a couple of minutes to gather. Thank you, everybody, for being so prompt. We've got a, a couple more people we're expecting, so let's just give them half a minute. Sorry about the lunchtime slot, but we thought it was a nice one. We can call we can call it a lunch and learn if anyone's anyone's having their sarnies at the same time. So Afternoon, Gary. Hello, Derek. There's Martin. Lovely. Hello, Anna. Hello. How are you, Brandon? Good, good. Samantha, I can see you over there. Hello. Shiv, fresh, fresh from India. Good to see you. Including a stomach bug, which I'm happy to share. Slightly TMI, but no, always good to have you back, Shiv. <clears throat> Brilliant. I think we, we may have one or two people uh, still join, but you'll you'll notice this is is quite small but perfectly formed. Um, good afternoon, everybody. This is this is a new format that we're trying. Uh, it's uh, so somewhat more intimate. Um, it was by invitation, so you should feel extremely privileged that you've been uh, you've been put on the list. No, but but thank you very much. Uh, thank you everyone for joining us. Um, today we're going to be discussing the role of fund boards in overseeing sustainable investment funds. Uh, before we kick off, uh, I'll just introduce myself and Claire. Uh, I'm Brandon Horwitz, a senior advisor at FBC. I know a lot of you. Um, and some of you may know Claire Wood, who has sat on fund boards at First Centier Investors UK and Irish Funds over the past three years. Um, up until probably a few minutes ago, Claire was the global head of product at uh, FSI. And I think she starts her new identity as a portfolio specialist at Stuart Investors shortly, if not already, Claire? First of March, I started, ah, so okay. already. Yeah. There we go. Um, uh, I think what we'll do, just in the interest of time, we won't go around and introduce everyone, but we're going to invite you to please participate as you go along. Uh, it'll, it'll be really, really handy, really good for us to get engaged. Also, just a quick bit of housekeeping. We are holding this meeting under what we call the FBC House Rules, which is um, that we any write-up that we do of what we talk about today won't attribute any comments to individuals or to companies, but we do keep a recording which is in our secure portal, which members uh, members can only access through that secure portal. And just to remind everyone of our competition law uh, expectations, so no sharing of commercially sensitive information. That sound all right to everybody? 
Fantastic. So the background, uh, and, and I'm sure many of you will be aware of this, is that a lot of our members of, of FBC and, of course, other fund managers across the city uh, and, and the UK um, are being visited by the FCA at the moment. Uh, they've been doing these visits over the past 18 months. Uh, it's a bit of a thematic review following up on the Dear AFM Chair letter from 2021. And the message really is that they expect firms to have things in order well in advance of SDR. So we're all, we're all aware of what's happening on the sustainability disclosure requirements and the labelling uh, regs. But that's almost completely something separate. There is this expectation that firms have their house in order. And so a lot of people are being visited and we also know that the FCA have got the role of the board front of mind. Uh, many of you will have seen the DP231, the discussion paper that the FCA put out last month on finance for sustainable change, which specifically talks about the role of fund boards. And they raise the question, should they be introducing some regulation or perhaps some guidance uh, as to the role of fund boards? Um, I'm a little bit of a nerd on the subject. I think many of you will know that I spent three, almost six months last year researching this particular question of oversight of sustainable investment funds, uh, interviewing fund board directors in Europe, in Asia. Uh, and we published a, a great piece of work with Claire and some of her colleagues, uh, the First Centia MUFG Sustainable Investing Institute. And uh, so I think a lot of what we found is going to get woven into today's discussion. And so without further ado, I just want to turn into a few questions for Claire. Um, but everybody, you don't need to be shy. Feel free to chip in at any point in time. You can either wave your hand or you can put up your hand. Um, but we really want this to be as interactive as possible. So, Claire, let's let's go back to the beginning, which is the July 2021 Dear um, AFM Chair letter. What do you think the, the key message that the FCA wanted to send was in that letter? And um, do you think this was news to a lot of asset managers or was this just, just more of the same or perhaps just you know, bringing things to people's attention? So I think what the, the part of that letter that really kind of stood out for me um, was the bit where they're really talking about the consumers and the consumer understanding of what um, ESG and, and sustainable funds are. And they say that consumers should be able to do two things. They should be able to understand the basis upon which sustainability claims are being made in the funds and they should be able to monitor whether those claims are being met and for me that that seems like a really nice sort of north star for fund boards as well so can fund boards understand the basis on which sustainability claims are being met and can they monitor them and so I think that those two um, aspects can sort of drive a lot of the the discussion and, and the thinking of the fund boards around you know what MI they might need to see what skills and competency they might need and how how they might be able to um, to address that I think there's a there's a lot more to discuss which is, what, is why we're here um, but just starting from that basis I think the way the FCA laid it out was very was very clear actually and, and very helpful um, whether or not it's new is not you know I hear a lot of the, on the one hand there's the um, the view that actually this is nothing more than fund boards have always been expected to do it's all in the coal rules and and uh, you know or, and, and multiple other pieces of regulation that apply to, to directors um, on the other hand the regulators seem to be treating sustainability um, slightly differently I kind of go go backwards and forwards on whether sustainability should be treated like um, sort of fund characteristics like fees or value or liquidity 
you know, because the, the regulators have very clear views on things like that. Whether sustainability should be classified as more of an investment style. So if you think about where you, whether you're doing value investing or growth investing, it's like investment style, or whether it's its own category and something completely new. What we are seeing, I mean, and not just the SCA, but all around the world, and those of you that have got global operations will, will know that all of the regulators are currently really scrambling at the moment to try and understand themselves what sustainability is. There's no clear definition of a sustainable investment out there, um, as far as I know. And, and in, in many cases, actually taking a very tick box attitude to sustainability um, to something that potentially doesn't really lend itself to a very tick box attitude. So I, I think there's there's going to be a massive sort of evolution that goes on over the next couple of years in the regulators understanding, I hope, approach, um, sort of focus on this. But at, at the moment, it's, it, it's, it's quite painful, I would say. And I guess the big question is going back to 2021, do you remember doing anything different? Do you remember, you know, kicking into gear any particular changes uh, as, as a result of that letter? Well, we, you know, we, we addressed the letter. We looked, we did a sort of gap analysis as we do with all of the letters that, that we get from, from, from the various regulators, but you know, we already had, um, you know, regulatory projects that were being, you know, geared up, ramped up, put into place to, to cope with things like SFDR that, that would need to apply to um you know, gov that you know would take take a look at our governance structures, take a look at whether or not they were fit for purpose um, to oversee all the things that we need to do. So, I would say we were definitely putting um, putting changes and 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 things into into action at, at that point, but not necessarily specifically as a result of that dear CEO letter. It was more the general um, the general moves that we were seeing from from regulators around the world, including, you know, the SEC, where we had a lot of questions from them, SFDR in Europe, we had the FCA, and, you know, late, latterly we've had um, Hong Kong regulators um, uh, doing very detailed in-depth reviews as well. So a more broader sort of regulatory response project, I would say. And I guess if we're all the clock forward, um, hopefully everyone's seen the Dear CEO letters which came out last month, um, the, the portfolio letter to, to asset managers. And you know, my, my take on that is we had some similar messages to the ones we've heard over the past few years. So it was themes like product governance, uh, themes like operational resilience, but of course ESG sustainability featured over there. But one thing which I saw being absent from the 2021 letter was any focus on the fund board or a governance, I suppose, a governance yeah. forum or a governance entity. Whereas this, this latest one from February 2023 seems to zoom in to some extent on the um, on the governance governance body, I think is the word they use. They don't actually use board quite so much because, of course, this is not just applied to the authorised fund manager. It's applied to the Mifid firm, the, um, the more uh, generous investment manager as well. What was your take um, on that letter? Any any surprises or, again, more of the same? Yeah, I think um, they, they so they've obviously evolved their thinking in terms of, you know, uh, detail around what it is that they want the governance bodies to oversee because they get quite quite into it. You know, it's it's specifically how is it integrated in the investment process and the real focus on sort of third party 
ESG data providers and proprietary ESG models. So you start getting more into this. Well, you say you're you're using a screen. What is the screen? And 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 you can start to see a lot of those principles around model risk coming in that we've sort of seen in, in other areas as well, um, and the focus on ESG and sustainability claims. So I think they're they're starting to drill down a level from a broader sort of principle. Right. This is this is the two things that you need to look at to specifically underneath that here's the particular areas that we want to know that you're paying attention to we hope you enjoyed that uh, 15 minute excerpt if you did and you'd like to find out more about how you can access the full recording uh, or about fbc membership in general please contact us via our website at funboards.org